Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Silent Night. Silent Night is from Australia. This power metal band has released Full Force, an album that delivers a full force metal attack. And here is my interview with Silent Night. Hello, my friend. Hey, mate, how are you? How you doing? Doing good. I'm just, uh, I haven't used this Anchor app before, so I'm just, uh, can you hear me okay on there? Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. It's not too echoey. That's good. It's on speakerphone. I didn't realize that. I thought it was going to be uh, on the usual handset. Yeah, I'm just using my phone, so all good. How are you? Good. It's very, very early where you are, mate. Yes. Yeah, I'm working afternoons this week. I work for a wire treatment plant. All right. And it's about 3 a.m. there. Yes. <laughs> Might. Well, good to hear from you. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Oh, no problem at all. I actually had the day off work. It was quite good. We had a uh, public holiday for Queen Elizabeth today. So, um, yeah, I'm at home. Well, I wanted to ask you, um, how was the recording process for Full Force? Yeah, it was quite good. Uh, we always record guitars and drums at home in our studio there and um the drums are done in a, in a live studio and, and a lot of editing at, uh, at home and then we set off for a mix professional mix man named chris the melko from monolith studios here in stew Sorry, mate. Lost you there. Yes, there we're back. Yeah, sorry, my thing just cut out there. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah, so it was a pretty pain-free process, mate. I wanted to talk to you about the song "Full Force." It's definitely a metal anthem for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, we tried to throw as much as we could into that one. I'll tell you what; it's an amazing track, and um, you guys hit on all elements um, vocally. Guitar-wise, drumming, everything is just amazing in that song. And I love it at around three minutes and 50 seconds when you guys change it up. That oh, really, that uh, really kicks it in. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, um, well, I wrote the majority of that music for that song, and it was really just a case of trying to basically borrow every power metal element we knew about. So, you know, <laughs> the choruses, the, the, the hooks and the double solos and the fast beats and yeah and the 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 epic part in the middle that you're talking about there just just try to put everything we possibly could into one song and just and i think the name serves it quite well as well uh that you know we were full force on that particular song and uh it's definitely like i say it's uh one that's definitely a metal anthem i know when i go to gym it's gonna be on oh it's definitely it's definitely a gym song and it's a great driving album as well. Just don't get a ticket whilst you're driving, and don't put too many weights on the rack when you're uh, if you're at the gym listening to this album because you probably probably get a bit carried away and push too far. I think on this one. Another one, my favorite, says uh, "Screaming Eagle." Oh yeah, the military song. Yes. Yeah, that one. Um, so that's about a the airborne division, the Screaming Eagles, and it's. Oh, well, that's what it's about, but if you sort of know a little bit about Urban Dictionary, if you were to look up Screaming Eagle, you might find something different. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> something a little bit, maybe one of those double meeting songs if you're smart enough to, to, to look a little bit deeper into the lyrics of that one. Maybe check it out. And I also wanted to ask you, uh, what are some of your favorite tracks now that you know my two favorite tracks? Uh, Full Force is a favorite, and probably Into Oblivion is um, that's one I think turned out really well. We're actually been playing that uh, in the rehearsal room for an upcoming show, and it's it's got a really great energy about that one. And the idea behind that song was it was like um, you know, when you have those dreams where you just can't get out of, and you can't get something chasing you, or you can't solve a problem because nothing seems to fit. It's it's got that real frantic sort of feeling about it where you yeah. and you have to get something done, but you just can't. It's, it's that sort of, I think the vibe, like the original idea of the song was that. And then once those frantic vocals got added to the top, it just, I think it came out really well. I was really proud of that. And I wanted to ask if you could speak on the album artwork and the artist that was involved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the art was done by a guy named Andre Bartulovic from Croatia. His uh, company's called All Things Rotten. And he's been our artist uh, exclusively since about 2014, I think. 2013, he's done everything for us. Uh, so he's a, you know, a fantastic artist. He did four pieces for this new album. There's three singles. And yes. Album. Yeah, so there's it's you know there's some T-shirts of the um, the album art we've just gotten printed up, and there's uh, the three singles on which end up on Spotify have their visual artworks, which we he did he did the lot, and I think they look fantastic. Absolutely, they do. And I wanted to ask you, um, what can fans look for next? Will there be another video? Uh, no, we just released the third video uh, just Wednesday last week. Mm -hmm. and that, yeah, so we only had eight tracks, and um, I think there's only going to be three videos for this album. That's what we've planned anyway. So there's three videos up on the YouTube channel. One's a live, uh, sort of a lot of live footage put together to, to full, full, full force. Uh, mm -hmm. Rack has a studio shot on a green screen, and then the last one, Dark and Mysterious Times, that we have an actress playing with a bunch of giant snakes in that one, and the story behind that one as well. So, um, yeah, this, you know, I think that's going to do for now. Uh, it would have been fun to do a few more videos, but they're quite expensive and yeah, they're kind of out of budget on those. So, yeah, uh, for the time being, that's all we've got planned. And as far as uh, touring, are there plans? Or is it in the works as we speak? Uh, trying to work on some Australian tour dates at the moment and some Asian ones, but um, nothing further than that at the moment. It's, it's been quite difficult. Australia was locked down with COVID, uh, all the venues. And there's been no international tours here for about two years. They're just starting to come. Wow. Out. Yeah. Like, so there's a huge backlog of tours. Like, um, we've only get, we're about to have, um, you're from Ohio, right? We're about to have Ripper Owens come through here in a week's time. I know he's one of your guys. Um, but yeah, we haven't, we haven't been able to do very much because all the, all the venues are booked up, all the calendars are full. So probably won't be doing much till next year. We're doing a show with Ailstorm, uh, in November here and we've got a, an album launch show here and, but, um, currently nothing completely booked up for, for touring. And I also wanted to ask you personally, um, you've been in business for a while and I wanted to ask you. Personally, what is your proudest moment as an artist thus far? Oh, there's been a lot of really proud ones. I, one of the things when I started out doing the band is I wanted to play with bands that I loved, like you know, Town, and we played with you know Halloween, 
Dragon Force, Dan from Megadeth, Zach Wilds, Black Label Side, Rock Boss from Man of War, and a whole heap more. And I mean, when you get to meet those guys and open the show for them and they show you appreciation and you know, they're just nice people and they you know, it's they're they have the proudest times, I think, when you get your name on the same poster as those big bands that you you picked up a guitar because of them. Like that's why I've been most happy. And I wanted to also ask you, um, along your journey, what's some of the best advice that you've been given along your way? Uh, I think, oh, I think right at the beginning, a, a fellow who told me, um, yeah, you're never going to be able to please everybody. So, yeah, just basically stick to, to what you want to be doing because at the end of the day, like, there's always going to be someone who's not going to be happy. Like, I could write the world's best songs, but in my opinion, anyway, it's sure. Yeah, we, we got a whole bunch of you know ten out of ten reviews for this album, or, or you know close to that. There's always going to be one guy who gives it a seven. You know, you can't take that too personally. Everyone's got a little right. bit of a okay, so yeah, you're gonna be able to put out your own music. You're gonna be prepared to take negative hits with the good comments at the same time. So I think that's the best advice I've been given, and that's what I would tell somebody. Well, and I also wanted to ask you because of your tenure. What do you feel is the key to longevity in the business? Um, being being humble and being nice to other people is a good start, I think. Um, knowing how to write a nice email <laughs> to, 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 to just be is, is, is always good. I know that doesn't sound very rock star-like. Um, and having a bunch of money you don't mind losing <laughs> as well, I think. Because, <laughs> yeah, playing original, yeah, you could join a cover band and make a bit of money, but um, you know, I it, it does. It, it costs us money to have the band, basically, and we we make money back when we sell albums and t-shirts and you know shows. But you got to have some money up front to pay for things, and so I think that's one of the one of the tricks is it as you know you got a some resources that you don't you don't mind losing in, in in exchange for potentially good things down the track. So I think that's something as well. And I also want to ask you, um. How did your musical journey start? When did you start um, honing in your craft and you knew that this was what you wanted to do? Uh, well, I was a teenager. I got a guitar. I really loved Metallica. I was in the 90s. and um, All I wanted to do was basically learn how to play Metallica songs and I really like Guns N' Roses and Pantera at the time as well. This is like, I'm talking like 97, 98 sort of time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they, they, they were the, sort of the most successful bands around and sort of, I didn't really do a lot other than just wanting to learn how to play those songs, play the songs I liked. And then I got to my late twenties, mid, mid to late twenties. I was like, really wanted to be in, start try to get serious about forming a band. And I, I started Silent Night, uh, about 2009, started writing songs for it then. So it, it's been, I've never really ever had like one band. It, it's been a few other little bands and doing, you know, Battle of the Bands competition when we're young. But, yeah, I sort of, like, it's been a good, like, like 13 years or so of doing this one. Um, yeah, so that's, that mid-20s was about the time I decided I'd really like to do it, but as well as I could, and have one great shot at it rather than a bunch of, you know, like a lot of guys will have, like, four or five bands. Hmm. So I just went in on one, really. And uh, what artists were the most influential to you? Uh, well, in the beginning, it was definitely like Metallica and um, Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. I really, I mean, then I found Megadeth after that, and I really 
really liked Megadeth albums. I still do. And Iron Maiden, when those guys... So a lot of Silent Night is, is, is kind of like Iron Maiden, but played a bit faster. Uh, Megadeth, Ice Earth is another big influence as well. Good American. Mm-hmm. And those, a lot of great albums out there. But that fast triple pick uh, really came into the Silent Night sound as well. And we borrowed a few from those guys. So I'd say, like, if you, yeah, if you're a fan of any of those, you know, Maiden, Megadeth, or Ice Earth, they really like the Silent Night stuff because it's a good good mix of most of the, that, what those guys do. Yeah, I always uh, considered uh, every time I listen to Dave Mustaine, I always think, man, this guy is a riff master. He just comes up with one after another. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, Peace Cells is probably one of my favorite albums, but like, like originality over, you know, he's been going for, what's the latest album? That number or something like that. I can't even remember. Yeah. And and it's still, you know, still- one rep after another. He just comes up <laughs> with them like effortlessly. I know, right? Like that uh, that first single from the last album they just had the um was it We'll Be Back it was called. That was just Rift City, wasn't it? It was great. <laughs> yes. And I also wanted to ask you, what's the best way to get merchandise from a band? Uh it depends on where you are in the world. Like there's a Unfortunately, the U.S. we haven't secured any uh, any retailers. Um, we had a inquiry with a bunch of them, but they all seemed interested. But we haven't actually got any product over there yet. So uh, there's some retailers over in Europe. As the, Google is probably the easiest way to do it. If you just Google Silent Night Full Force, um, you know you should be able to and, and like shopping or CD or whatever. Like there's a there's a bunch of retailers in Europe. Um, so that's the Northern Hemisphere covered. We do ship from Australia. There's a web uh, there's a web store here called HeavyMetalMerchant.com. If you check out those guys, they do ship all over the world. They're fast and pretty affordable shipping because they do send a lot, so they get a pretty good rate on the shipping. So I, I'd probably check out MetalMerchant.com or maybe EMP over in Europe after, and hopefully soon some of the guys in the US will pick up. You know, I'm happy to sell wholesale directly to stores with what we've sort of been doing around the place um because we are an independent band we have distribution in australia and in europe but nothing in the u.s so if you want if any of the, anyone of you guys listen who run or want a bunch of copies just hit us up by our, uh facebook or something do that absolutely and uh i i have to ask you uh how did the sauce come about well, uh, there's actually a fella who lives in my city in Perth here, and he owns a. Uh, they, you know, they own a burger joint. A couple of guys, and they they run a touring company as well. Um, and when COVID was on, I think they were just well. The the fellow who makes the sauce, Dicey, he um, he's quite a good hustler. Actually, he has a little bunch of little side hustles on the go, and he couldn't do any tours because you know COVID had locked the, the country down. So he was offering. He was making sauces for the burger store, and he's started making some for bands and because there's a line in, in the song full force metal is my power source i'm coming mm-hmm. force. But, hey how about we change the source for you know source you know so we made full force power source just yeah, a, a, a hot source so but that was just a fun novelty idea it was you know something, something a little bit different and yeah it was, it was actually quite tasty too it was, got a few bottles left there and one in my, my fridge at the moment is so you like it excellent and I wanted to ask you, lastly, if yeah. you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? That message would be that we really appreciate how long you've been with how long this new album's taken. You've got a new singer, 
couple of guys have grown, you know, had families and, um, you know, obviously all the COVID sort of stuff. So we know it's taken a lot longer than it should have to get this album out. So we appreciate the patience. We really hope you enjoy it. And hopefully we can see you guys on the road sometime soon. Absolutely, because this album is amazing cover to cover. I Thank mean, so uh, interesting. You guys are firing on all cylinders, and I see no reason why this shouldn't uh, bring you to far and abroad on this tour this year. Oh, that would be fantastic. And, you know, guys like you spreading the word really help us out a lot. So, you too. Thank you. Thank you for that, man. Well, thank you for your time today. Um, Anytime. It's yeah, so, afternoon for you, right? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, wow, motorbike just went past. Uh, yeah, it's about 3.15 in the afternoon here, so just enjoying a bit of sunshine. It's it's springtime in Australia at the moment. It's beautiful down here. So, yeah, just uh, just chilling out. In uh, Ohio, in the United States, it is uh, raining cats and dogs. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry to hear that. <laughs> Maybe just ignore We're... the way that is. It's horrible here. The sunshine is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh deep into fall already and it's only the second day oh my goodness yeah you're right <laughs> well i i hope it's uh i hope it's not too bad for you guys down there well thank you again and it's a pleasure talking to you and please feel free to update me at any time when you have any new news as it comes about yeah for sure uh that sounds good uh keep in touch hey and I also want to ask you real quick, will this yeah. album be out on vinyl? Uh, look, we had a lot of people asking about the vinyl, and unfortunately, we haven't been able to do it because it's being independent. We have to pay for it ourselves up front, and it's about 5000 mm. vinyl. So not at the moment. We've got CD, we've got cassette and digital, and you can do the high-quality download of Bandcamp. But um, vinyl, hopefully we can do it next year, but right now, we invested a lot of our money into the PR campaign the world to make sure we could it as far as we could go. Um, and, you know, those, those guys cost a fair few bucks. But, yeah, so unfortunately vinyl is the one thing that didn't happen. And then we appreciate that a lot of metalheads want vinyl and we, we're, we are aware. So we'll do our best to get that to you guys hopefully next year. Excellent. And uh, like I say, I think this album will render itself amazingly live. And oh. I hope. I hope to see you guys in the States very soon. We'd love that, man. Our singer, actually, I believe he has a uh, dual citizenship with the U.S. He's, he's got some family over there. I know he's quite keen to get over to the U.S. as well. So hopefully next year we can make some plans happen. We can get on a tour with, uh, hey, let's let's hey, let's do a tour with Megadeth. Hey, let's put that out there. Heck, yeah. <laughs> Why not? That'd be a perfect pairing. I think so. Well, thank you again, and uh, it's an absolute pleasure talking to you, and I hope we can talk again real soon. For sure, man. Well, send me the link for this uh, interview when it's out, and we'll make sure we spread it around. And yeah, thanks again for your interest, and keep in touch, okay? All right, thank you. Cheers. Thanks, bro. Have a great day. You too. Bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button, and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.